0: Hello, and welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor, and today we are going to be talking about simple organization tactics to increase success and reduce stress, even if you're a mess. I am an achiever, and I have been an entrepreneur for more than 20 years, but I'm not a type A person. I'm unstructured, and I'm a piler, not a filer. So don't worry, everything that I'm going to be sharing with you is something that you can do, because I've done it. So you can too. And yes, it's going to take effort, but by the end, you will understand why it's a worthwhile area to put your effort toward. So I'm going to be sharing with you four simple ways to eliminate the clutter and get organized. So why is it that being organized is necessary for living your best life? I mean, we hear this all the time. Is it really necessary or is this just type A people that are writing articles and writing speeches about this. Well, what I've come to find after being an entrepreneur for 20 years and really working at building something from the ground up in my business Inspiring Your Shine, yes, it's absolutely necessary because the importance of organization goes much deeper than keeping things neat and clean. Organization impacts how you feel, your lifestyle, your success, and even your relationships. So I wanna share with you four compelling reasons why you need to get organized. Being unorganized can waste precious time, cost you money and fees, contributes to lost sales, and adds unnecessary stress and overwhelm. This is one of the areas that we sabotage ourselves. It's an area that can use improvement and it will make a difference in our life. So let's go over how this may be impacting you and then I'll share some simple solutions for these problems in a bit. And again, these are all things that I do. So this isn't hearsay. These are things that I've actually implemented, things that work. I'm not flawless by any means. I am organized, but I also can be a mess at times too, depending on what's going on in my life, just like you. So I just want to give you some tips and tricks and things that maybe you haven't heard of before. And I really think that this is going to be a worthwhile listen for you that you're going to take something away from it. Even if it's just one thing that you can implement, I'm like totally good with that. So the first one is wasted time. Have you ever wasted time looking for your keys or your purse? (laughs) Have you been like me and been wasting time looking for your phone because you have to get out of the house fast and it's actually at your ear? You're talking on it. Yeah, that happens to me more than I would like to say. What about that hot lead that you scribbled on a piece of paper and now you have no idea where you put it? Or maybe you sometimes sit down to work and you will waste hours instead of being productive because you failed to organize enough to have a system or a workflow. So when you're flying by the seat of your pants, It often translates to you scrolling social media or going down the email reading black hole. I'm guilty of all of these things, and it totally happens to us. So in a recent survey, 55% of consumers stated that they would save anywhere from 16 to 60 minutes a day if they were organized. So we definitely can stop wasting time if we get more organized and not only are you wasting time looking for things, possibly you've also not been on top of organizing your schedule and you're time poor and overcommitted, leaving zero time for the things that you love or worse, the people that you love. When it comes to controlling your schedule, I like to say you can either lead your life or you can keep chasing it around. So that was something that I learned from somebody that was on stage at a conference and it has always stuck with me. So we truly do have a choice about how we're spending our time and we need to stop wasting it. Number two is fees. Beyond wasting our most precious commodity of time, being unorganized is also costing you in late fees. Am I the only one here or do you pay late fees too? I hate late fees so much. I call them the stupid tax. And trust me, I've paid my fair share. Um, Just last month, I missed a bill. And because it didn't get put where it should have got put, which I'm going to teach you where to put these things. And guess what? I paid a $35 fee as punishment and Man, I hate doing that. I just hate throwing my money away like that. It's completely unnecessary. So if you are somebody who, because you're not on top of things and organized, you're paying a lot of fees, let's stop this. It's madness. It's just a waste of our money and we work so hard for it. 23% of people pay bills late and have to pay late fees because they are unable to find their bills. That's something else that I read. I found that really interesting. I'm glad I'm not alone. The next one is, number three, lost sales. I know that I'm not the only one who failed to make a sale because I wasn't organized or I didn't follow up or I wasn't organized enough to follow up. And you have to have a workflow and a system in order for you to turn a lead into a sale. You have to have a system. And so many of us, we don't. And so we'll talk about that a little bit, some simple ways and solutions for that. So many of you invest time networking, and you never turn those leads into anything. So we want to create ways to capture and follow up with every single lead and stop letting things fall through the cracks, leaving money on the table. You have no idea who those people that you never called back could have led you to. And the last reason why you should be organized, number four, is that it adds stress and overwhelm to your life. Beyond costing you time and money, as if that wasn't enough, disorganization can impact your physical environment. Yes, we're talking about clutter, which does directly impact your emotional state, even if you don't recognize it. It does. So if your home or office is a mess it is 100% impacting you and how you feel about yourself, about your success. It impacts the way that you feel emotionally. Because messes and disorganization suck your energy. Just like as if you have an open window in the background of your subconscious when you have messes, that is what is happening. It is sucking your energy and it's giving you negative chatter that you're not even recognizing Because disorder constricts. So think about it. When you walk into different rooms into your house, whether it be your house, your garage, your office, what does it make you feel? Does it make you feel, ah, because that's what it should make you feel like. Or does it make you feel like, ugh, I have to take care of that. So don't worry. I'm going to give you some really simple things that you can start to do. And these are things that I've done myself And it feels so good to get things in order. All you have to do is acknowledge that this might be something that's causing a problem and make a decision that you're going to get organized. And so now, on to my solutions for you. All right. When it comes to acknowledging, the first thing that you can do is just get a sheet of paper and do a brainstorm and ask yourself, what is causing fights? Or what's keeping you from working? What's costing you money? Or what's impacting your well-being and stresses you out? You could even do a tour around your house and you could just take notes about how it makes you feel, what you need to take care of, and really assess your situation. Everything always starts with self-awareness. I have a prosperity formula and it's Always starts with self-awareness and then we take away self-sabotage. We add in empowerment and then it's always multiplied by you. So in order for you to prosper in organization, you have to start with self-awareness. Now I'll share with you a little bit of personal reasons why I decided to get organized. And that's because after about 18 months in our new beautiful home, it was becoming quite a disaster Our garage had gotten so disorganized from me piling things in it. My husband likes to say that wherever there's a hole, I will fill it. And it's true. It just seems like we always have stuff and the garage was a good place to put it. And so putting stuff out in the garage, it got so piled up and unorganized that we couldn't even get into our vehicles while we were in the garage. You had to shimmy in to be the driver back out and then everybody could get in in the driveway it was pretty ridiculous and quite embarrassing when we opened our garage so I knew that we needed to get our garage in order and we also have a very beautiful view from our home it's why we bought our house and we found that we didn't like going in the backyard and sitting and enjoying the view because our backyard was always messy with just things laying around and we did the basic Landscaping in the backyard, but I hadn't ever put flowers out there or planted anything because I hate to plant, but I realized when I went to our next door neighbors to help them watch their dog, we were out in their backyard. Literally, they are the house next door to us. And my husband was like, this is such an oasis. And I was like, well, this is ridiculous because our house has the same potential. We have the same view. So why don't we make our backyard an oasis as well? And so I started doing that this summer. Also, I was just tired of different rooms in the house and the way that they made me feel it was like we just settled for with the things that we had or you just kind of did it in the beginning and you were so exhausted you just hadn't kind of got back to it and you just kind of settled for and so I realized that I needed to do a few things and just spend a little bit of money to make things more me and make them rooms that I appreciated and liked and I was proud of And another problem I had is I couldn't find things that I needed when I needed them because there were things that I never established a place for. So they would move from place to place and place, and I never knew where they were going to be. I didn't have any consistency with where they would be because they didn't have like a home. And that was a big problem for us still. And basically, just like most of us, I still had too much stuff. And so... I needed to get rid of more things and eliminate the piles of stuff that were just kind of hanging out still. After going through all of this this past summer and really beginning to take control and take care of these things, I now can share with you what I did and how you can do it too. So this first tactic will help you to create those spaces that you love and allow everything that you have to have a place and It also gives you the ability to see everything easily so that you can find what you need. And it will also overall increase your feelings of peace and happiness in every room and every drawer in your house. And so if you have not heard of it before, I'm talking about Tidying Up. It's a Netflix series. Honestly, I watched like one and a half episodes. My husband was not about it. And so I never got back to it and I was too lazy to read the book, but I had friends that did it. So all of the things that I'm talking to you about were not because I read the book or watched all the shows, but they were things that I saw other people implement that I decided to implement too. And it really does make a difference. So just in case you haven't seen it or heard it, or you don't really know, or maybe you've heard of it, but you haven't actually done it. Let me just give you a synopsis of the things that I did and Some of the philosophies of tidying up that can help you to get your house in order quick. And then it can stay in better order and it really will bring you joy. The first thing that you do in tidying up, what she teaches you, is to go into the space and sit in it and really think about and allow yourself to assess what that space makes you feel like. What is it about the space that you like and what you don't like? I mean, what is not working and what would make it better? And just kind of take some mental notes or write it down, however it works for you. And you could do that in every room of your house. Or just start with what is the room that just is causing you the most stress. Start there. Or start with your office. or Start with your bedroom. So whatever you do, just go in there, sit in the space, and really analyze what you like or dislike and what's working and what's not working, what would make it better. After you kind of think about those things, then you'll have a little bit more clarity. But then is the process of decluttering. Decluttering is something that we should be doing truly all the time, like in a constant state, but really at least once a year. If you've ever lived somewhere for a very long time, it is amazing the things that build up. What she teaches is this process of letting go of things that aren't serving you. So it's really about looking and assessing each object and asking yourself, does this make me happy? Do I love this? Is this really serving the purpose properly? Because often we settle for things or we keep things because at one time it meant something, but now we don't care. I'm not as excited about it because maybe I've had it for a few years or it, I just wore it a lot. Now I'm bored of it. And so you have to make those decisions. And so it is a little bit of a process. It takes a little bit of time, but it also feels really good. It's like very cathartic to go through that process. And then when you're going through that, this is what I recommend. Getting rid of all the things that are just old and ratty. So we all have those like stained things, things that have holes in them, things that are ripped and torn, tattered towels, things like that. Just throw them away, release them. If it's broken, release it. If it's missing parts, release it. If it's a part of a part that you don't know where it goes, release it. If it's not functioning properly, it's not working as the tool for what you need, or maybe it's just simply that you're just not using it. And so even though it's a worthwhile thing, release it so that somebody that can truly use it will use it. Instead of just hoarding it and keeping it collecting dust and cluttering up your life. And then the le- the last thing about that is this whole philosophy of being able to see what you have. So that means a lot of clear buckets and labeling things so that you know what is in there and what you have. So instead of piling things into a drawer or stuffing your clothes into your drawers, it's about allowing them to be seen as each individual thing. So you actually see and know what you have. This is actually a styling tip too, because in your closet, in your drawers, if you can't see it, if you can't see your jewelry, if you can't see your shoes, if you can't see things, you'll forget that you have them. And So it's really important for you to be able to see them. So the the whole point of it, and she goes through this whole folding process, but basically what you do is instead of stacking things in piles where you have something on the top and then eventually have things on the bottom, you turn everything upward. So when you open your drawer, everything can be seen. Everything is stacked like in a row. It works really nicely and I did even do my underwear and I was very resistive to that because I've always just stuffed my underwear in the drawer. And now it's great because I can really thoughtfully pick which underwear I want to wear for what occasion, for what pants I need. I don't have to dig. It's wonderful. So the other concept behind seeing things is instead of just having a drawer full of all kinds of things, get separators. Get organizers and I even used I had a whole bunch of like iphone telephone boxes that you know You get the new phone and you just keep the box because it's a sturdy box. I don't know I have a thing about sturdy boxes. If you listen to me, you've heard heard me say this before. It's kind of weird but I was um a great sturdy box and i'm glad that i kept it because i use them as drawer separators in my bathroom and it, it just worked amazing so you probably have things like that around too that you can use you don't even necessarily have to go to the store to buy these things you just need to be able to separate things out so that you can see them i did that in my bathroom drawers and i love it because my bathroom drawer used to get so bad i could barely open it you know <laughs> and now it's just great and What's wonderful about that is when you have things folded like this or you have them separated neatly and they, everything has a place, then when you go to put it back, it's just right there ready for you to fill that hole. And so it's not, there's not a lot of resistance to putting things back in their place when you do it this way. And then that last little tip about seeing things, of course, is the labels. Make sure you label things. Anything that's in a bucket or if you do your pantry, label things so that you can know exactly what's in there so your brain doesn't have to try to remember. And one last little tip on that is to buy the right container for storage because sometimes we just settle for what we have, but sometimes you can just pick up a storage container for under 10 bucks, and it's going to make it so much better because it's going to fit what you need exactly because you go to the store to buy for that particular thing. All right so now moving on to the second tactic that I want to share with you and this is all about eliminating the paper clutter and it will help you to keep from losing important documents. Uh, Once upon a time, I allowed a title to our vehicle to get stuffed in a box full of papers and thank God we finally came across it and just in time for us to be able to sell that vehicle. So it is very important to be able to keep your important documents in a special area where we'll be talking about this. But this is the concept, and it is from Lisa Woodrow. She thought of this, and it's called the Sunday Basket. So you can Google it if you wanted more information, but I'm just going to give you a summary of it. And basically, I want you to admit to yourself whether you are naturally a filer or a piler. Because most pilers want to be filers, but we aren't and we never are going to be. And so that to file pile is never going to see file folders unless we pay somebody else to do it. And so I want to share with you some tactics to help you to continue to be a piler, but you can do it in a more organized and neater way. So the first thing that you do for this Sunday basket idea is you need a basket. It really depends on you, how big you want the basket to be, because it kind of depends on your lifestyle and what is piling up around you. But the point is, is that everything that normally piles up and gets laid around the counters at your house can go in the Sunday basket. So it's about having every piece of paper in one location. So if you need to find something, it's there and it won't take you too long to find it. But it's also not cluttering up around your house and it's not somewhere where you don't know where it is when you need it. So one of the things that file that piles up, of course, is mail. And so every time you get the mail, you just get in the habit of you could put all of it right straight into the Sunday basket, but what we recommend is that you filter through and immediately throw away any of the junk mail and only put the viable mail, the bills and things in the Sunday basket. So immediately you're eliminating some paper right there. And then the other things that can go in the Sunday basket are things like school papers that the kids bring home, papers that you need to sign or things that you need to take care of. And you just allow all of these papers that are normally spread out on the table, on the bench, all throughout your house you can then have them all put in this basket and you can train your family to put everything in the basket. And the reason why it's called a Sunday basket is that on like a Sunday night, you empty out the basket. You can file the bills away where they go. You can take care of any paperwork that needs to be taken care of. You can put the different pieces of papers into the locations that they need to be. But In the meantime, you can just simply put them into the Sunday basket and it just takes care of the clutter around the house. I'm going to go into more detail about simple systems here at the end. So um, we'll get a little bit more into that, but that's the whole concept with the Sunday basket. I love it. I use it. It's fantastic. Okay, so the third thing that I want to share with you, the third tactic came from Julianne Jones and it's about how to approach your work area, particularly your desk. And she called it, looking at it like it's a bullseye. And the, the middle part of the bullseye is your desk area. And the only thing that goes on your desk area, on top of your desk, it should not be piled with all kinds of papers. What it should be is just have like a computer, maybe your phone, maybe pen, paper, things that you truly need every single day to do your work, whatever that is for you. And anything that you don't need every single day to do your work can go then in the drawers in your desk. So what should be in your drawers are things that you use weekly. Not every single supply you have, but maybe just some of the supplies that you use really regularly. Just enough, not you know, like we are all famous at keeping every single paperclip we ever had or stacks and stacks of partially used post-it notes. So just put in there what you have. Oh, this is a very important thing that I forgot to say. When you decide that you want to get your office in order, you should definitely take everything out of it. If it's at all possible, empty out everything because it gives you a chance to look at everything brand new. It's harder to organize something that's already existing there. It's better to bring all of it out, especially if your office really needs a makeover. And the space that you work in really impacts you the most. So it's a worthwhile task for you to do if, if this is something that you need to do. So you've emptied it out. You've put things on your desk that you need on a regular basis, in your drawers are just enough supplies of things that you really need and things that you use on a weekly basis. Anything that is old files or reference materials, periodicals, notes, anything that isn't something you necessarily need on a weekly basis to do what you do, those things should be in a closet, in a file cabinet, like in a different part of the room against the wall or even in the garage because those are the things that begin to clutter and they're not even things that you need. You don't need last year's tax receipts that you've already filed the taxes for right there by your desk. You can put those in a closet, in the garage, somewhere away from you. And again, this is going to make you feel more peaceful and happy eliminating that clutter because those things are just sucking your energy. The last thing that I wanna talk about is just implementing some simple systems for common messes that many of us have. And these are solutions that I've came up with for things that seem to always pile up on me and maybe it can support you too. So a couple of these simple systems, I'm gonna go through them. The first one is car messes. The way that you avoid your car getting piled up with trash and stinky old food and milk from the kids is that every time you get out of the car, you bring all the trash and whatever came into the car with you leaves the car. So you get in the habit of every time you leave the car, you take everything with you and you get the kids in the habit of doing that as well and things don't pile up and you don't have that nasty, messy car that you're embarrassed that you open the door and something falls out. So that's, that's something that we've done for years and years and years, and we always have clean cars, and I love it. Now, I want to talk with you a little bit about some paper messes, because papers do pile up. Now, we've already talked about the Sunday basket, and that's really important. But beyond that, because you're likely not a filer, you're a piler, you can still pile, but instead of just having things haphazardly strewn about, you can get Pretty boxes. They have so many pretty boxes these days, or you can get baskets even. I have a basket filing system, and so all of my receipts go right into a basket. You can have different pretty boxes stacked on your bookcase or somewhere in your office, and you can just easily, when you take something out of the Sunday basket, it needs to go into that. You, instead of having to put it in a file, you can just put it in a pretty box. And so that's a tip for you. Something that definitely always would pile up for me because I've been self-employed forever is receipts. And so I do have that basket that I just can put all my receipts in. And honestly, for me, I tend to just let them pile up throughout the year. And then at the end of the year, it takes me about eight hours to organize all of them. And that kind of stinks. But... What you can also do is just scan all of them. They have lots of tools and apps and things where you can eliminate the paper completely if you want. Just scan the receipt and then you can toss it. Or what you can do is just have an expanded file with different labels for categories for taxes and you can put the receipts in whatever category it's going to be and then it's all ready for your accountant. And you can just hand it to them and they'll usually add up the receipts if you have them in the right slot for the category. So that's how I handle receipts. The next one is bills. I already told you, put all your bills in the Sunday basket. But once you take them out of the Sunday basket, the way that you can deal with them is put them in like an envelope file system. You can buy these small little files. Most of your bills, they come in the envelope size anyways, and you can put them all in there and based on the date that they're due. And I know Dave Ramsey, years ago I got one from him and I still use it. You can also, of course, do everything online, set up all your bills online to pay online and you can even set reminders or you can do auto drafts. Uh, I know when my husband, when I met my husband, he didn't pay anything. Everything was an auto draft and so whatever money was left in his bank, he knew was his. Super easy. And if you don't want to do like the online bill pay and you're still doing paper old school, so that you don't forget any bills and pay them late, just set reminders for every single bill that it's due so that you can make sure you don't miss anything. All right, this is something else that really piled up on me because I'm a learner. I'm always taking notes and printing out workbooks and guides and things. And so a way to organize those things is you could just get a pretty box and put all of your training materials in that pretty box Or you can do a binder system and you can put it in like categories of like, you know, the different things that apply to you, whatever the categories are in different binders. And those binders fit very nicely on a shelf. Or you can, of course, scan them and make it all digital and put it on in different folders by category on your computer desktop. And I have definitely done that. I printed things out and I like printed copies, but I also have a lot of online copies and I just put them, went through, spent a few hours and completely organized all of the files in my computer. All right. Another thing that adds up paper wise is kids creations. All of those cute little things that the kids bring home or make you because they're so sweet. And so what is a great way to take care of a lot of those things is just take photos of those creations with the kids and whatever kid created it, take a picture of them with their creation. And then you have that photo and you can toss that thing. And those, you know, so we want to keep a few special things, but believe me, through the years and when you have multiple kids, it definitely piles up. But one thing that I did that you could do is you could create a bucket. Each child could have their own bucket or you could just create one bucket And you just put all of those creations and the things that they write and the things that you want to keep in one bucket, maybe out in the garage or in a closet. At one point, I had something under my bed. And then you just have it a place that you can put those things from your Sunday basket into your long-term storage for that. I have a couple more things with papers. Your important documents. Instead of letting them get buried like I did with that title, Make sure that right away from your Sunday basket, just make a file for something that's important or we have a safe and so you can just go throw it up in your safe once you are cleaning out your Sunday basket. So definitely make sure you put your important documents in files. That would be one easy thing for you to file. The last thing that I want to share with you, and I talked about this earlier about making sure that you have a way to track leads and to follow up with people instead of You know losing them and so of course they make apps that you can take a picture of a business card and it will store the information for you it will translate it and you can put in extra notes i definitely recommend when you're networking to make notes on the back of the cards so that you can have some more personal things to remember them by and to be more personal when you talk to them it helps you to make a connection to that person instead of it just being a name and it's way more effective when you're making calls To have that as well as when you do vendor booths or anything like that take notes on the back of those entries or you know if you're doing like a a drawing take notes on the back of each person's thing everything you can think about them um, that you talked with them about or like she was with the kid with the red t-shirt or something like that just to cue you to remember to make that connection and you can also of course put business cards in a business card binder And you could immediately create a contact and put those things in your phone with reminders to call and follow up with them in your phone immediately that day when you get home. And that works really effectively. Or you could just eliminate taking cards altogether from people and just say, what I really like to do is just friend you on social media so ask them to send you a friend request and connect with you on social media or to follow you on Instagram and then you have a way to connect with them and follow up with them. The last thing that I want to talk with you about is not only do you need to take care of the clutter in your home and workspace but it's also probably necessary for you to tidy up your schedule and so the way that you can do that easily is to First of all, that self-awareness piece is to assess how you're currently spending your time. Just sit down with a blank weekly calendar and really think about all the different things that you've committed to, the ways that you're spending your time. And once you've really laid it all out there, you can analyze what are the things that you're doing that suck your time. And you can ask yourself, is this still something that's relevant to me? Am I still excited about this? Is this still something I want to do? Or am I just doing it because it's going to take a hard conversation or an uncomfortable conversation to get out of this? And I mean, I was volunteering and I was doing so many things to help other people's businesses and supporting people. And I had to get to a space and place that I realized my time was being sucked and I never had time to work on the things that were important to me. Or to fit my family in. And so I had to start eliminating things. I didn't do everything overnight, but I definitely got clear on the things that I needed to eliminate. And I started that exiting process. I started talking to people about it and such. So you just maybe need to decide what those things are, what conversations you need to have. And you can also look at your schedule and think about the things that you're doing and how much time it's taking you and you can ask yourself, is there a better way? And so this can be things like taking your kids places, is there a better way like is there somebody else that you can ride share with and they can take a turn you could do carpools is there a better way that you could do something during that time that you're normally just sitting there wasting and so it's really good to assess those things like when you take your child to practice is there something you could be doing that could be productive that would be moving you forward and something that i definitely had to learn was to stop saying yes immediately I'm a yes person, I want to say yes, I want to be helpful, I want to be liked. And so I was always in agreement. I was always agreeing and saying yes immediately. And I've had to learn to just not in the moment say yes, but tell people, let me get back to you on that. And when you take some space from it, it gives you an ability to just think about it and to see if it really is something that you want to say yes to. Instead of just saying yes to things and then obligating yourself to things that you don't want to be doing. And the last one is to create that healthy calendar. I have a whole podcast on it. I have a worksheet. I can attach that and make that available for you. But basically, a healthy calendar should include time to nurture relationships that you care about, quiet times for you and for you to connect to God, planning times, vacations, exercise times. So remember, you can either lead your life or you can continue to follow it around. It's truly your choice. And that is a big part of organizing, is organizing your time and your schedule. So I wanted to make sure that I got that in there for you. So I hope that you found value in that. Just to recap, what we talked about is, of course, all of the reasons why you want to get organized is because, It's wasting your time, you're paying unneeded fees, you're leaving money on the table through lost sales and not following up and being because you don't have an organized way of doing that and ultimately it adds stress and overwhelm to you and you're allowing that, you're tolerating that and so yes, it's going to take a little bit of time and effort but it's such a worthwhile thing to to face and deal with. Once you analyze your situation and you really think about what are the things that are really impacting you when it comes to organization and you get a good handle on that, then you can start to tackle it. And so the the things that I shared with you is the whole philosophies around tidying up, and that was being able to let go of things, really assessing your space and and understanding what feels good, what doesn't feel good, and implementing things that would make you feel good as well as doing organization so that you can see everything that you have. And then the Sunday basket from Lisa Woodrow, where everything goes in the Sunday basket and you deal with it once a week and so that nothing is lost or missing anymore. And then you have the bullseye process for your work area that you keep that desk free and clear of clutter. Your drawers shouldn't be full of all kinds of stuff, just what you need for the week and everything else should be out On the outskirts of your desk area. And lastly, are all of those simple systems that I talked about, like cleaning out your car every time you get out of it, um, all the paper messes. I I share with you all of the different ideas to deal with the paper and to follow up with your leads and how to eliminate all of the things in your life that are sucking your time but not adding value to you. So that's all that I have for you today. I hope that you really caught on to a couple of the things that I was saying. And I, what I'm going to do beyond making my healthy calendar checklist available for you to download, I am going to create a little guide for you, a get organized guide that is going to take you through this process and remind you of all the things that we talked about. And I'll create that for you and attach it for you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this supported you Please make sure that you share this with a friend if you found it valuable. I would love it if you left me a review on iTunes if you haven't done that already. And until next time, shine bright and make a difference.